0: Welcome to Inside Inkeeping, a co-production of in Partners and the Association of Independent Hospitality Professionals. This season we'll be sharing conversations with allied partners and speakers from the AIHP 2019 Knowledge Sharing Summit and Marketplace in Cincinnati. On today's episode, Megan is joined by three industry professionals who make the case for affordable and eco-friendly bath products. Enjoy the show and plan to join us in Albuquerque, New Mexico for the 2020 AIHP Summit. Here's your host, Megan Smith.
1: I am here with Amanda Stultz from New and we are going to talk about going green in your bathrooms, what kind of products to use, and she has a really interesting story. So Amanda, welcome. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Megan. And um, why don't you just talk about your product line?
2: Well, this all started uh, three years ago. I was making my own bath salts and sugar scrubs, and I was showing it to my girlfriends, and they were all so impressed. They said, you've really got to expand this and do something more with it. So it was a hobby that turned into now a thriving business, which was great. One of my good friends um, actually owns a select registry in Glen Gordon Manor. So she was my first in-client. So she took me on and we put my stuff in her inn and that was wonderful and it's been a great experience. So that kind of got my feet wet with working with innkeepers. We also have sold to organic grocery stores and gift stores and that sort of thing. And now we focus more on the inns and selling full online retail as well. So that's our focus. The inspiration for the brand came from a trip that we did to Iceland three years ago. When I went over there, I had sort of the idea of doing this company and was kind of formulating everything and trying to put it together, a business plan. And we went on this trip and I was so inspired by how clean and fresh and eco-friendly, everything is in Scandinavia. Everything is geared towards the environment and everything is geared toward being sustainable and their packaging for everything is sort of clean and fresh looking and no wasted packaging. And even in the restaurants we went to in the bathrooms, everything was in larger dispensers. So none of these little one and two ounce bottles. So that sort of became our focus and one of our missions to focus on packaging and product ingredient as well.
1: I have not had a chance to drop by your booth. So why don't you share with us how you dispense your product and what you're selling to the innkeepers here at the show?
2: Sure. So everything we do is made on our farm in Huntley, Virginia. We have a studio that I work out of with a lovely view of the you <laughs> Blue Ridge Mountains and Skyline Drive, Um, and everything is natural. I try to use the most natural organic ingredients I can find. Everything is vegan and plant-based, and it's all small batch. So I'm adding essential oils and fragrance oils to the bases and and making them as fresh as possible so that whoever's getting it gets it within a timely uh, time frame. And I'm also really trying to encourage the innkeepers to move towards the larger refillable dispensers. So instead of using the one or two ounce, which I still do make for those that are more traditional, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to really push them to use either the wall-mounted dispensers that go in the shower that you can easily refill or the 8 or 16 ounces that you then buy the gallons to top off. And they're just a pump. They're just a pump, and the gallon refill is a pump, so it's easy to top them all off. They're easier for housekeeping because I don't have to worry about all these little bottles. Mm -hmm. They just wipe them down, and it's easy to refill. And I've had innkeepers report to me that they saved up to 50% in amenity costs within the first year by moving towards the larger bottles.
1: I've, and that's sort of the trend I'm seeing this year at the show, and also I talked to several people that came to your presentation earlier today, and in particular some prospective innkeepers who have bought an inn, but they aren't, they're building it, so they're, they're not open yet, and they said so they're absolutely going to go in that direction the refillable, because it just makes so much sense.
2: It does. And if you travel throughout Europe, you'll see it everywhere. And mm-hmm. it's been sort of slow to catch on here in the United States. I do see more of it when I'm out traveling. I stayed at a Kimpton not too long ago, and they had the refillables. I stayed at a Mandarin Oriental, and they had it as well. Mm-hmm. And I do find that the inns are more becoming more open to it. And I just think it's, when you look at the waste of what you go through in one month of small bottles, that all gets put, mostly in the landfill, unless mm-hmm. you're really, really keen with recycling, which, yeah. is, which is a good thing too. And I try to use the, um, the PET plastic so that it's all recyclable if you are going in that direction. The dispensers that I use, if you're going with the 8 or the 16 ounce bottles, those will last you years and years. I've not had to replace any of my labels or any of my bottles.
1: Wonderful. So are you working with any spas yet? I am. I just
2: got an account with a spa in Northern Virginia, and I'm doing a private label for her. So we're working on a product line for her retail shop, which is in her spa, which is great.
1: Yeah, that's the other trend I'm seeing a lot at the show this year. We're going to be doing a podcast about spas and adding a spa to your inn as well as product lines that the spas are picking up.
2: I think that's a great way for inns to increase their revenue and add a more luxurious experience to their guests. As well as I really encourage innkeepers to add on like a shelf or some sort of little gift shop so that they have my product on hand. I get a lot of referral business, which is great for me, um, mm-hmm. from people that have stayed in an inn and want to buy it. But the innkeeper can buy wholesale for me and capitalize on that point of sale right there. So. And do you do private label? I do private label, and I also do customized scent. So if you don't see something or smell something that you like, I can pretty much work with the innkeepers one-on-one to customize anything, the packaging. If they want a bottle instead of a plastic bottle, if they want glass, I can work with them on all of that. Everything is sort of negotiable and customizable because it's my own company and I don't have to go ask permission from anyone. Well, that's wonderful. (laughs) Lucky you. I know. It's great. It's
1: really great. (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing your story. And I look forward to talking to you and seeing you in the next year and see how things are going. But um, congratulations on it. Thank you so much. I mean, that's remarkable. It's It's great. It's been a lot of fun. Well, congratulations and we'll see you soon. Thank you, Megan. Take care. So now I am speaking with Linda Parham from Loaded Goat Homestead. And she is in the amenity business. And I just walked away from her booth with a beautiful sample of lavender mint soap. And she has a gorgeous display here at the show. So I'm going to let Linda talk a little bit about the history of her business and her passion and what sets them apart.
3: In 2009, my husband and I realized for our health We needed to take charge of the products that we were putting on our bodies and in our bodies. So in 2009, we started our business with just a tomato plant. We started looking at the ingredients of our foods, and then once we got that under control, we started looking at the skincare products. Once we started reading ingredients that we had no clue what the name what it was, it's like, is this a chemical? Is it natural? So that passion that started developing within me was um, researching. And I started formulating. So that's how we got into the skincare business where our customers wanted more. And when you look at the chemicals that you were putting on your skin, your skin absorbs up to 85% of what you put on it. It's the largest organ on our body. And a lot of times we do not realize that or even think about it. So we're very avid label readers. We read the ingredients and we want to understand what is in it. So when we developed our company six years ago, looking at the ingredients, I want a true natural oil that is going into a product. So I want to know how was that oil extracted? Was it extracted with solvents? So once I tackled using the natural oils, we went with essential oils because fragrances are synthetically derived.
1: So now you're here with amenities for bed and breakfasts and inns. Tell me a little bit about your product line. Do you have the pump for the showers or is everything in the small bottles? Just talk a little bit about your product line.
3: We either do our bar soap made with goat milk. And it's fresh goat milk from our friends in North Carolina. Or we use beer because beer is fantastic for the skin as well.
0: <laughs> I'm sure
3: <So> everybody would <laughs> love to hear that. <laughs> it's, it's really cool using beer in soap because the um, beer is actually antimicrobial, antibacterial. It gives such a fantastic lather and it nourishes the skin. And then our packaging is very simple, easy-to-read ingredients. That's what I want, and that's mm-hmm. what our customers want as well. And a lot of guests of Ben Breakfasts are looking for that, too. Yes. Some of our ends, that's all they use is just bar soap to keep it very simple, zero waste. Mm-hmm. We also have the little one-ounce Shampoo, lotion, and conditioner. So we develop a four piece amenity set. Okay. We also sell them in eight ounce containers with a pump. We also do the one gallon size. So if an inn wants say, a glass dispenser for the hand soap and the lotion, we can accommodate that with the gallon size. So you're getting more into the zero waste. Mm -hmm. So even if they had the plastic in their
1: showers, the gallon jug, you could fill the individual pumps that exist within the shower and still use your product line.
3: Yes, that is absolutely true. And then if you choose the little one-ounce plastic containers, all of the plastic containers that we choose are recyclable. Oh, perfect. We care about the planet and not only our bodies, but what waste is actually going to the plant. So we encourage our inns and bed and breakfasts that once the little bottles are done, you know, encourage your guests to take them home with them or please recycle the containers.
1: I can still smell the beautiful scents of your booth as we sit here. Tell us the different scents that you have created.
3: Okay, what we have currently in our product line, we have rosemary mint, we have lavender patchouli, just plain lavender, or lemongrass. But something special that we do for ends is we can also create other scents for them. As long as they can be created with essential oils. There are things like raspberry, blueberry, um, blackberry that you cannot create with an essential oil. It has to be synthetically fragranced. So as long as we can create it with the natural essential oils, then we can work with b and owners to develop a scent just for them.
1: Well, that is wonderful information. Tell us your website.
3: Our website is loadedgoatwholesale.com. That is our wholesale pricing. Our retail site is loadedgoathomestead.com.
1: Great. Well, I hope that you listeners will take a look at their website. Their booth is lovely and their products smell so good. I'm going to go back up and look a little longer. So thank you so much for stopping by for the interview and good luck at the show. Thank you. I'm here this morning with Emily Spires from Live Simple Soap. That's a period after each word. And I'm so happy to have you. Emily has been running this trade show floor, and she's finally sitting down and taking a breath so we can chat about her products. So, Emily, please tell us about your soap
4: products. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Live Simple Soap is an all-natural, handcrafted product that I make on my farm in Ohio. It is a saponification product, so I use lye and take five different oils and I take a caustic material and I add it to a whole bunch of fat and make a product that you can cleanse delicate skin with. <laughs> wow. So <laughs> It's the magic of chemistry.
1: <laughs> I think you better explain that a little bit, yeah. like, the word caustic.
4: <laughs> yeah, well caustic, I mean lye is uh-huh. is a very caustic item and, or ingredient and there's a chemical reaction between that and the fat In the oil that is called saponification and that is what creates actual soap if it doesn't have lye it's not technically soap Um, it's detergent which is why you see cleansing bars as opposed to soap on the store shelves in the grocery stores
1: oh that's interesting Mm -hmm. i never knew that
4: yeah
1: i've seen your display it's beautiful Mm -hmm. you're speaking now to prospective innkeepers Mm -hmm. innkeepers talk to them about how they could use your product
4: I'm part of the Handcrafted Soap and Cosmetic Guild, which is an international association or an international group for handcrafters like myself for soap makers and small cosmetic manufacturers. And they have recently, within the past four to six weeks or so, rolled out this initiative that is dedicated to using less plastic. And it's called Reduce Plastic Waste, Use Bar Soap. And the product that I make is organic, but it's organic in a chemical chemistry sense, not organic in an FDA labeled sense. I'm not able to always use organic coconut oil or organic soybean oil, but it is an organic product in its chemistry makeup. And so because of that, it has a half-life. If you think of essential oils, if you leave a bottle of essential oils open, it will start to dissipate just because of its organic chemistry. Mm-hmm. And that is true also for my soap, which is true for any of us who use organic essential oils. There, there's no preservatives in it to keep it all together. It's a a natural product. The biggest thing that I think for the takeaway of all of this that I've learned is that my skin and your skin also, it's your biggest organ on your body. And to treat it with care and to give it the balance that it needs. You technically don't need things such as lotion after a while and and you'll find that your skin is healthier, you'll find that it has a better tone to it, you'll find that it has a better feel to it just because it's being treated well as opposed to being treated with very harsh detergents that we find in the stores. But what we provide is a small bar. We have a weekender bar. It's approximately six to eight washes, so two people for three days, uh, one person for a week. And there's virtually no waste involved with it. The product packaging is biodegradable or it's compostable, and the bar itself will eventually just, you know, be completely used up and what we found uh, for myself and then I think for the other hand crafters that were with us on the marketplace is that the guests who are in the inns are finding a value to that bar of soap because it's being marketed as an artisanal handcrafted amenity mm-hmm. and so they're actually taking it with them. And they're not leaving it in the bathtub or on the sink in the bathroom to make the housekeepers or the inn owners take care of it. They have found a value to that, and they're taking it home mm-hmm. with them and using it. And I think that was a very interesting thing that I wasn't expecting to see happen, but is something that I'm noticing, and the innkeepers that I work with, they're noticing that the soap is gone. That's great. <laughs> they, they One, way, take or it. One way or another. One way yeah, or another. Yeah, they've, they've taken either completely it used it up or they've taken it with them. And then the packaging is also—it's easy to get rid of and and dispose of so we work really hard at keeping it simple the name of the business, like you said, is Live Simple Soap, and it is really a mission. It really is the way that we view so many different things about our business. Just because I can do something doesn't mean I should do something, and I I want to make sure I maintain the integrity of all of the products that I bring in or the products that I create. I want to make sure they stick with that integrity of the mission of Living Simple.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Do you have any other products other than the bar soap? I do.
4: I I make lip balms. It's a non-petroleum-based lip balm. Um, Um, I make a moisturizing stick. You know, when you put lotion on, not necessarily do you want it on the palms of your hands or on your fingertips. You know, we're all touching our phones and we're touching our computers and our computer screens and our remotes and stuff. And to put lotion on is a little it's a little odd <laughs> yeah <it's laughs> you know that, yeah, when you, think you, about this. You, you don't need lotion on the palms <laughs> of your hands and nowadays we really don't want lotion on the palms of our hands because we're touching all of these things and then we have these streaks on our phone mm-hmm. and so I started putting a moisturizing stick together and it's about a two ounce tube it's just a big gigantic looking chapstick tube and you can just rub it where you need it for targeted moisturization. Like if your elbows get a little dry or the backs of your hands need a little bit of love or something. And then you don't have it on your fingertips and you can just (laughs) put the cap back on and go about your day. I also do a men's line. I've created a beard cleanser and a beard balm and a beard oil. And what I've always tried to do because of the mission of our business, I've always tried to find second or third uses for one product. For each product, I want there to be multiple uses. So it's not like it's an all-in-one, but you can use the Live Simple Natural Bar, which is unscented and uncolored, as a laundry pretreater. It works great as a laundry pretreater if you've got dirty kids in your life. You know, we live on a farm, so there's always somebody coming in from the barn with something quite indistinguishable on them and it makes a great laundry pre-treater the live simple sunshine I will take that on my cheese box grater and I'll put it in a jar next to my sink and I'll use it when I'm doing dishes when I need a little bit of extra degreaser in my sink full of dishes because it's such a great degreaser I make a live simple shop which is the lemongrass essential oil and I add some pumice into it and it is no pun intended but it is hands down the most effective oil and grease remover for greasy hands, mm-hmm. whether it's car grease or tractor grease or hydraulic oil or whatever the case may be. You know how when you'd garden and your pans get green from the tomato mm-hmm. plants? It's magic. It just takes it right off. So I've tried to make sure that we've got a second or third uses for all of these products that we have. The Beard Cleanser makes a great shaving cream. So there's
1: a lot of different things. Is that line available in stores? It's available online. Yeah.
4: Livesimplesoap.com is my website. Um, It's a secure site. It's a legitimate shopping experience. There's a cart there and everything. I do sell a couple of places, retail, uh, local to me. I'm in a salon up in the town where we live. I'm in a feed store. There's a a bunch of older gentlemen that come in there, you know, old farmers. If you can picture an old <laughs> small town feed store, and I really have a hard time keeping product on the shelves because they're constantly buying, it gets turned over very quickly. And some of these old timers have used it and they're like, Oh, this is what I remember from when I was a kid. And it's effective and it's gentle and it works. And to them, it has a sense of nostalgia. But it's still a product that has absolutely stood the test of time. I mean, we're talking generations. Mm -hmm. I took classes, actually, to learn how to make soap. I didn't learn from a YouTube video or (laughs) blog post or something like that. I actually took classes for weeks from a master soap maker in that handcrafted soap guild that I was talking about earlier. And, you know, he taught us the chemistry of it, how it works, why it works. And one of the things that he first asked us when we walked in the room, there were three of us, he says, what do you want your soap to do? And I'm thinking to myself, I didn't know soap did anything. <laughs> I just wanted it to clean. You know, I had no idea. And so that was kind of one of those first questions that he asked and it planted that seed. And then over the course of the weeks that we took this class, he taught us that just by changing some of the ingredients, you can actually change what the bar of soap does. So it's it's very much a percentage of ingredients that you need in order to create the final product that you want. And over the course of those weeks, we sat down and we made soap with him and he walked us through it and he taught us all of the different properties and the characteristics and how different oils work with each other and different fats work with each other. And at the very end, he wanted us to describe to him what did we want our soap to do. And it took me some time to kind of wrap my mind around that, but I thought, here's what I want my soap to do. This is what I want it to feel like, this is what I want it to look like, this is what I want it to do. And we worked on a a recipe so that it could do what I wanted it to do. And so basically nobody else has my recipe. It's something that I created based on, you know, knowledge that I picked up from this master soap maker. And it does exactly what I want it to do. (laughs) I didn't even know that that was an
1: option. (laughs) Well, that's wonderful. I think it's the beard products are interesting. My husband's had a beard for 40 years. Yeah. And it is funny how those products are starting to pop up.
4: They are. And I think what happened is that it became acceptable for men to groom in the past five years. Maybe we've noticed this increase in awareness that you know, men's faces (laughs) and bodies can be taken care of as well. It's good for them to be able to have something that's nourishing for their skin, for their hair, and because I use 100% pure organic essential oils, good for their senses too you know there's that aromatherapy
1: value going on and i think it's wonderful i mean i'm glad we got into that line of products because that's interesting that you have that Mm -hmm. so say your website again for people to go on and take a look and do some shopping it's livesimplesoap.com great well thanks for stopping by thank you for having um, me this was fun i enjoyed it good well thanks for coming and good luck with the rest of the show thank you
0: The conversations from this episode were recorded at the AIHP 2019 Knowledge Sharing Summit and Marketplace. We hope you'll join us at the 2020 Summit in Albuquerque, New Mexico, February 24th through the 27th. Inside Inkeeping is a co-production of InPartners and the Association of Independent and Hospitality Professionals. Our theme music was composed and performed by Jacob Ungerleiter, and our show was engineered by Eben Vienz. Thanks for listening.